Hey, day six. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to uh, day six of our coverage of Fantastic Fest. As we've said already, um, there there have been ups and downs. There have been days when we've hit a wall. We can't but we do. Powered through. We powered through. Some some days are gonna be three a days. Some days four a days. But there won't be any five a days this year. <laughs> Today? What was today, Greg? De- today was a two-a-day. <laughs> today was a, a two-a-day. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, one of the the criticisms that we've kind of talked about already is that uh, the badge ticketing system is has this random algorithm, and sometimes mm-hmm. you get what you want, your first pick. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes. You feel like a... Some you might not get what you Sometimes want. Sometimes you don't. But you get what you need. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and what I needed was <laughs> what I needed to see was. Yeah. And, uh, but um, basically, we got a couple movies today that we were really psyched about, and yes. then a couple that we weren't. Yeah. So, so instead of wasting our time, precious exactly. viewer and yours, exactly. precious listener. Yep. Not viewer. I hope you're not watching this. They're um, looking at their iPod and or their computer screen. Well, iPod? Who, they they listen to this on an iPod? Yeah. iPods are still around. Not a phone? iPhones. Okay. I'm not going to talk fucking technicals with you. Look. Clearly. My point is that we saw I two movies you. today. Two movies we were psyched about. Yes. Um, w- the first one was The Merciless. South Korea's The Merciless. By uh, Sung Hyun Byon, I want to say. Uh, I don't know this director, actually. Um, but if you are a fan of Korean cinema, especially the gangster or, um, detective cinema that's been so popular since around Infernal Affairs, um, this is right up your alley. Um, I, I said this right after we got out and I, and I stand by it, that South Korea has had the most vibrant and emotional cinema of the past 25 years. Everything yeah. that that's happened with this Korean new wave, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is basically this. This is the most vibrant cinema in internationally, in my in my opinion. It's weird to say, like, wow, I've liked almost every movie that I've seen to come out of that country. Yeah, but it's totally true. And yeah. you think about like a country like America or Canada or Spain mm-hmm. or you know Mexico that has a. A much higher output. Yeah. I mean, think about just America, the number of crap yep. that movies that we put out. Yeah. It's like, I feel like most of the South Korean films that I've seen, at least in the last 10 years, 15 years, they are made with such a respect for the craft. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So and it's some, like the, the the filmmakers across the board are like what you're what you're getting. They're doing at it is because they yeah they love it, not yeah. because they're and they're very talented. I feel like a lot of them, if they're not working in the industry, they a lot of them are film school junkies. Right. So you get a lot of people that are informed by Hitchcock. You know, mm-hmm. people that are informed by you know um, Howard Hawks. You know Ford. So you know when we talk about Asian cinema, the kind of heyday of Asian cinema comes down to talking about Japanese cinema usually. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to Chinese cinema when it comes to the 80s and John Woo Mm -hmm. and Hong Kong cinema. But those industries, while there are like high points every year, you know, there are probably Mm -hmm. four or five great movies that come out of those countries. Mm -hmm. It seems like South Korea 
it's it's batting on the average park every time. It's just boom, 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 boom. And I'm not saying I'm definitely not an expert in South Korea cinema, but I do seek it out. I one of my exes lived in South Korea for a really long time, so we. You know, I think he introduced me to a lot of that yep. South Korean cinema just because it was something he was extremely familiar with. Yeah. And it became something that I sought out on my own just because I knew I was going to get something cool and different every single time. Yeah. Um, really good uh, story here. Like, if you're aware of uh, of uh, South Korean cinema, and Rob Hunter made a joke about this earlier <laughs> on, in a tweet, usually these are very long movies, two and a half hours. Some of them are edging into three. Right. Um, but this movie is under two, and it if, if you, like I said earlier, if you like Infernal Affairs, it has that twistiness, it has that drama, um, who's stabbing you in the, the back, who's selling is, you out. Yeah. I mean, the title tells Great you everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. It's violent. It's, yeah. The um, main... Uh, the main gangster character, one of the main leads, is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, he has this this infectious laugh that I found just endearing. But at the same time, he's such a villain. These, um, I, I mean, everybody is kind of a shitty person. Yeah. And you still are pulling forever. I mean, I was pulling for all these dudes, even the shitty ones. Yeah. And the film starts, it hits the ground running, yeah. and it really doesn't let up because you never know what's what twist is coming, what betrayal is coming, Absolutely. what revelation of truth is coming. Absolutely. Um, it has real emotional depth to it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's really funny. Yep. Um, just a cool crime story. If yep. you like, um, you know, gangster films, yep. this is one that... I Good loved stuff. it. I really loved it. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know what else to say. I was just on board. 100%. Really, really well shot too. The action scene um, great. with this floating <laughs> so camera it just was so great. Yeah. yeah. Over, overall, I think it was one of the best of the festival that we've seen so far. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I agree. The second movie and the last movie that we saw um, today on day six was uh, Mom and Dad. Brian Taylor's Mom and Dad. Brian Taylor, half of the. Neville um, Dean Taylor. Right. Responsible for... The Crank movies the crank. and uh, Gamer. Gamer. Both of... Yeah. All of which I enjoyed. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yep. Yeah. That's adrenaline cinema. Straight for across the board. For sure. Um, I think that this movie... Um, the buzz around it was that uh, Selma Blair and Nicolas Cage are bug nuts, bug fuck nuts, um, crazy, uh, you know, it's madness, it's crazy. I'll say, going into this, I think we were a little hyped. It's an un- it's a, um, unexplained, unseen force that is causing parents to want to kill their offspring. Yes. That's really all the setup you need. Yes. So, yeah. So at some point the die is cast, and right. these parents are gonna want to kill their children. Um, they, there's comedy in here, obviously. There are great moments of of uh, of explosion from uh, some great needle some, drops. Yes, yeah. great needle, needle drops. I think maybe it can be accused of, and probably why people go to it for some overacting. There's some definite scenery chewing, there's, maybe. There's a lot of scenery chewing. Yep. Here's the thing, though. There's a couple. For me, I felt yes. this, and I know a lot of people don't feel this way. There's a couple real emotional moments in this movie. That's I a- felt. Coming from Nicolas Cage, especially. It was surprising, actually. I didn't expect it, and I agree with you. Where he's not overacting. Where you see him restrained, and he's explaining this plight of being a parent 
who maybe necessarily doesn't always feel like a parent or who's lamenting um, the person they used to be. Yes. And there's some real, he's really getting into the meat of right. why I feel the way I do, blah, blah, blah. And people were laughing the whole time. Yeah. And I think there's a few moments in the movie that, to me, weren't comedic. But just because Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage, right. people were laughing. That's, that, that bothered me a bit. That, that's, the, that's the mode. People talk about the concept, parents uh, killing their kids. That's right. one thing. But the mode is you see Nicolas Cage and there's a shit ton of memes on, um, right. on, uh, online He's all of, of him just going over the top and yeah. everything. And everybody expects, Oh, what this concept and Nicolas Cage, it's, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be hilarious. And also people laugh to relieve that tension because they're Correct. expecting something to be even funnier. Right. Right. But those those scenes, you know, where he kind of lays out the the mission statement for the movie are right. really dramatic. And I thought they really were. touching. I you thought know? they were. I know that is not that's definitely the minority opinion, but I um I don't know if it's just the day that I watched it, but I those parts of the yeah. movie, which I will say are few and far between, it is a fucking crazy kinetic movie. Yeah. But those moments of I'm mom. I'm a mom now, and this is, and mm-hmm. I'm a father now, and I'm responsible mm-hmm. for these people. That really, yep. um, it grabbed me today. Yeah. And, I, and that's the cornerstone of it too. You're not giving too much away, but it it is, you know, very much a statement about how difficult it is to go from your own person to being the parent of something or be the losing the, your identity, losing your identity and becoming right. this other thing. Um, yeah. As far as the actual movie, it's Connecticut, Connecticut. <laughs> it's kinetic. Like you said, right. very, you know, coming from crank movies, Brian Taylor. Um, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's it, got a great, um, I think maybe uncredited cameo by Bokeem Woodbine. I yes. didn't see his name. Yes, in the I did not see it. Yeah. But when he showed up, it was. Like, I you know Bokeem. I mean, yeah. I know I know Bokeem. Yeah. I love Bokeem Woodbine. And um, you know what? It's it is destined to be a midnight movie, a cult movie. It's yeah. going to be one of those movies that you you know on demand or whatever yeah. on Shutter. You I'm know, excited to see it again. Honestly, yeah, I'd like to watch it again because it is. There's a lot of stuff that happens very quickly. There's shit in this movie that you're not going to believe you just saw. Right. Um, you're like, are they going to... Oh, oh no, they're going there. Right. Okay, cool. Right. Which is always a but nice then, thing to have that envelope then, pushed in front of you. And then... But the other side of it is that we were so hyped for Bug Nuts that I feel like... Speak for yourself. You weren't? No, I wasn't hyped for Bug Nuts. I think I was pretty hyped about it because everybody I mean, was, I was tweeting about it that s- first night. I was excited to see it, but I didn't... I wasn't... I I like Nicolas Cage, the actor, not mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage, the meme. Yes, right. So but. I don't. I feel like I've never gotten caught up in that. Like, oh, he's so crazy. You know but what I mean? That was a that was a that weird, was a weird voice. No, so the Wicker Man. Okay, the Wicker Man, Nicolas Cage is like the top bar. And now, everything that he comes out with, unfortunately, since 2006, whenever Wicker Man came out, is that bar of them, you know, of audience, some audience members trying to get back to that. Dog Eat Dog, which actually premiered, didn't premiere, but showed last year at Fantastic Fest, which I didn't see until much later. He's bonkers in that movie. Right. But but Willem Dafoe is... Willem Dafoe is the William Dafoe is... William... (laughs) Willem Dafoe is that Billy Dafoe is cr- is even crazier. He's even, it's a Paul Schrader film. Yeah. Um, I really like that movie yeah. actually. 
But yeah, uh, uh, Mom and Dad, uh, I think it has uh, a statement about it that people don't talk it's about. It's more of a zombie movie to me than The Cured, that's for sure. I would agree. It's got that agree. crazy... Better concept. Teeth gnashing, yeah. fast running, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of the way or you will be taken down. Yeah, absolutely. Attitude. Yeah. That was day six, guys. Oh, also Selma Blair. I love Selma oh, yeah. Blair. Like, She's great. I'll watch yeah. her in anything. She makes yeah. me happy. And seeing her play a mom was super weird, but very cool. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring up this conversation again because I have been known to say that Selma Blair is a wooden actress, and I don't want to revisit this. I would love to hear your. She's not. She's not. She's clearly. Good. She's you good haven't there. seen the sweetest thing. She's. <laughs> No, I haven't. Yeah, well, you're missing out. She's good in this, but I don't think that she is generally a good actress. I'm not saying she's going to give Meryl a run for her money in anything, but I always enjoy Selma Blair when she shows up. Sure. She's good in this. I dig her. that. She's solid. Yeah. Um, that's day six, ladies and gents, a short one. Um, we have two more days of Fantastic Fest, and it's exciting. Um, we just did our Thursday pick, so we've already picked our movies to, to be for given for tomorrow. And that's going to be it. So two more days. I think we're going to try to to fit in maybe six, seven more movies. And two more Little Debbies. Two more Little Debbies. Um, thank you for listening. As always, I'm Mr. Greggles on Twitter. And uh, and uh, Andrea and if, is um, Parker and Cooley. If you listen, let us know. Like I'd love to hear what you guys think of what we've been doing. Absolutely. Know? We've been getting good feedback from people who have been following the hashtag A-A-G-G-F-F mm-hmm. um, for all our Action A Go-Go Fantastic Fest coverage. There's been, you know, so many things going on outside the purview of the movies and obviously Andre and I have been trying to experience it as much as possible. We did, did not mention about the death of Stalin on the last episode, but there was a party afterwards yes, in the was. highball that was like the Communist Party from Wayne's World 2. Basically, everything had, you know... Uh, draped uh, in red. Draped in red. They handed out vodka. and sickles. Right, they handed out vodka and fake mustaches yeah. at the door. The other thing that I did want to mention, the short that we saw before Mom and Dad... Yes, we um, got to mention that. ...was called Girl at the Door. The mm-hmm. Girl at the Door. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved it. Yeah, it's from uh, South Korea, another, another South, South Korean. Korean. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... It was pre- Paired perfectly yeah. with mom and dad because it is about um, uh, abuse, parental abuse. Right, it's a, definitely a little more serious and not comedic the yeah. way mom and dad is. Um, yeah, but but there are moments of, of levity to it. I feel like it was a short film. It definitely had a dark tone to it. Right, but there's like moments of yes, you know, yeah. yes, that happened. There's a moment of victory. That yeah. type of thing. Yeah, I just wanted to really make sure that got a, that got a mention because. Um, That's a good the girl at the door. You should really seek it out if you can find it. Absolutely. And with a lot of these shorts, we haven't mentioned this before, but I think there's a better chance to track down these shorts because these filmmakers want to get them out. So right. a lot of them are available on different platforms, be it YouTube or on those filmmakers' uh, Twitters or their home pages or whatever. Right. So yeah, you don't have to just rely on Fantastic Fest to see these. They once they've premiered, a lot of people are trying to get them out. They're going to be out there. You could you could track them down easier than a lot of these feature films. Absolutely. So anyway, yes, that's day six. Action to go-go, Mr. Greggles, Parker and Cooley, all on uh, um, Twitter, and A-A-G-G-F-F is the hashtag. And we will be back with day seven and day eight. See you soon. Adios. Adios.